Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of the Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about making the shift from track homes to remodeling with the help of special guest Kevin Gregory of Boulder Builders in Boulder, Colorado. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show. Hey everyone, I'm Tim Fowler and welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. The labor shortage. I'm so tired of hearing about the labor shortage everywhere I go. People are saying things like, I don't know what it's like where you live, but we can't find good help. So it's a big topic everywhere. Uh, We're all talking about it, and especially as the economy does well, we need people. One of the really interesting things that I've started to see in my travels around the country is that the remodeling world is starting to pull people from other areas of construction. So from new home construction, from... Uh, commercial uh, from the track building, as we'll be uh, talking about today. And they're coming in not only in the field staff uh, for companies, but also into uh, management roles. So I've seen very successful transition from commercial superintendent to residential remodeling uh, production manager. Today, we're talking with a gentleman that's made the switch from building track homes to being a production manager for a residential remodeling company. And then after mastering that in my belief, uh, became a remodeling uh, business owner in his own right. So what we wanna see from the conversation today is how did that go? What were some of the things that he learned? What were some of the trouble spots he ran into? And the hope is that as we talk about these things, uh, residential remodeling companies can see the possibilities of air quotes here, stealing someone (laughs) from some (laughs) other industries and actually making that shift be very successful for them. Yeah. So the the question is, what is making the shift with the people from uh, the track homes to remodeling? Yes. That's the, that's the idea because they're, they're, they're they're different animals. And I think what we're going to find out, is what are some of those things that are different? What are some of the things that a track uh, builder, superintendent, uh, site manager brings to the table that that maybe is missing mm-hmm. in the remodeling world? I think uh, th- there may be some really positive things that come about. And do you see any other reasons? Because in the recession, I remember you know, having a lot of the larger home builders, some were shifting to remodeling just because that was, they needed to expand the service offering. So right now things are good for track home builders, uh, assuming uh, for most. So why would people shift? Well, I think that would be an interesting question to ask uh, Kevin as we get into this, but it may be that it isn't so much about the economy being good as that, uh, the residential remodeling world might offer something that that world doesn't offer. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to remind everyone that registration is now open for the second annual production conference. Last year was a huge success selling out a month before the date. Well, this year we're doing it again, and it's being held Thursday, September 27th in New Orleans. 
It's a full day of information sessions, breakouts, and networking with other remodeling production professionals. Oh, and best of all, you get to hang out with Tim. If you're interested, go to www.productioncon.com for more information, or you can get the link from the show notes. Let's get back to the show. I'm excited to talk to uh, Kevin Gregory. He is the previous project manager for a large production home builder and previous production manager of a large-scale remodel company in Boulder, Colorado. Kevin founded Boulder Builders at the end of 2015, and in 2017, the company had reached $1.5 million in sales. Boulder Builders has doubled in size every year that they've been in business and has a passion for creating strong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Thank you for having me, Steve. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, this is really exciting. I've known Kevin for a little while and uh, really seen some great growth in what he's done uh, as a production manager as well as a business owner. So, Kevin, why don't you just give us a little background on uh, where you've been and how you got to uh, moving into residential remodeling? So I started out my career as a, as a framer, and I always wanted to do um, somebody else's job. Whoever was ahead of me, I wanted to be that person. And in, in framing, it was, it was a superintendent on job sites, and I wanted to then run, run full job sites. So I became a superintendent, started building new homes that way. And from there, I kept going up to the next person's job till I was running multiple sites in new home construction. Um, that's where I expected myself to uh, be for, for my full career. But um, here is, just like a lot of the country, the bubble burst on new home construction. And it was hard to keep a job. I, was, I wasn't doing much. I was still employed, but um, we weren't doing a whole lot of production anymore. And once I kind of seen that there wasn't a pickup in, a, in about 2008, I decided to shift my focus to an area that I seen was still producing, which was a remodel. Okay. So, so basically it was economics in your case, but also just wanting to stay busy. Uh, It sounds like maybe you still had a job, but you really wanted to produce something as opposed to um, just kind of being on the payroll. Yeah, that's exactly it, Tim. I, I wanted to stay busy and I wanted to stay doing stuff, not just um, busy work. I was at the point in production home to where I was just doing takeoffs and a bunch of what if scenarios. Right. So I, I just wanted to produce. <laughs> yeah, that sounds very, very familiar. So as you moved into that new role as a production manager in the remodeling, this remodeling company, I guess what surprised you the most or what, what kind of uh, set you back? I mean, there must've been just such a difference in the way uh, everything worked from one uh, form of construction to another. Um, one of the biggest surprises for me going into the world of remodel was the uh, build times. It, it was, everything took quite a bit longer than it did building production homes in New home construction, I could typically build a production home in 77 working days. <laughs> and that, that was nowhere near the case in, uh, in remodel. I remember one of my first jobs when I first started doing remodel, my tile guy let me know he needed 13 days to do a master bathroom. And in the production world, I was doing full homes in three business days. So <laughs> it, I, 
I was I was pretty shocked to say the least that these guys needed that much more time um, than we did in new home construction. But as I quickly quickly learned, you know, in new home construction, everybody seemed more focused on speed than they did in quality on quality. But in these higher end remodels, most trades are focused more on quality than they are on the speed. Okay, cool. So so I also assume that maybe you move from a mostly subcontractor base to a more uh, staff carpentry base. Is that right? That, that is correct. Yes. Um, where I went, we did a lot of our stuff in-house. Was that a challenge for you, shifting from basically holding a, a subcontractor, uh, I don't know, hostage is the right word, to get their work done versus having to work with a staff of people? Definitely. That was a that was a pretty big challenge. Usually on production homes, everybody was lined up. You have a framer for X amount of days. Then you have your other trades in after them. But in the uh, remodel world, on our in-house, the, the guys doing the framing were also doing siding, interior trim, different things. So figuring out how to schedule everybody to where everything still flowed. And I, in, in trying to keep the management side of it going was definitely a challenge. So do you think that was your biggest challenge or is there any way, what, what do you think was your biggest challenge making this shift from one to the other? I would have to say that my biggest challenge was learning to be more adaptive and flexible with the build process and the construction schedule. In the new home construction, there isn't a whole lot of flexibility with those, those things. Homes need to be built in a certain sequence and a certain time frame. In the remodel world, every project that I've been a part of so far has been been unique. <laughs> um, sometimes we even have to look at jobs in multiple stages because customers are living there and we need to keep a bathroom functioning or keep part of the kitchen going. So I, I had to learn to communicate better with clients and let them know everything that was happening on a weekly and daily basis when in the production world, you don't have a whole lot of communication. It's a, it was more on a monthly monthly update for their jobs. Okay, so how, I guess one of the questions is as soon as you said learning to be flexible, I just kind of popped into my mind like, how, how did that happen? Did you have a bunch of carpenters coming to you and saying, hey, Kevin, chill, dude. It, it, it takes a little longer to do this stuff or, or how did you, I'm just kind of thinking, how did that actually happen? You as the manager learning a little more flexibility. That was definitely the way it was carpenters <laughs> and, um, and other trades around me. I came, I came from, from such a world that was system based, everything had to happen on its day and everything had to be done by this day. And so I, I came out pretty hard nosed on these guys and letting them know, here's my expectations. I want this done. And you know, in, in my eyes, I had a hard time seeing all the gray area things that these guys do on a daily basis. They're doing a little, some framing some days, but also they're moving over, tackling some of the plumbing or addressing some of the customer concerns with dust protection and different things. It was, it was hard for me to realize how much, how many hats these guys wear in the field. So Kevin, have you been able to uh, bring together the speed versus quality that you mentioned before with the tile? Uh, you said, you know, 13 days for the remodel, three days for the track home. So have you been, and, and I can see, you know, 
when you're remodeling, you've got out of square, no, you know, out of plum surrounding. So usually you're working with a, a clean slate with the new home. So how have you been able to streamline or have you been able to blend the two speed and quality? It, it is more of a blend. I, I had to be more flexible on my end, just realizing that a lot of these timeframes are what they are to get the quality that we need. And a lot of that has been by, you know, I, I've watched these tile guys actually what they do on a daily basis mm-hmm. that takes so long. And, and that helps me understand why it takes them so long to do things. But in order to speed up our projects, I've, I've learned to adapt a little bit more on my end. In, in new home construction, you know, the, the home is entirely the plumbers for their, their duration for whatever that is, three or four days. Then it goes to the electricians and they have the homes to themselves. In remodel, we're learning to bring other trades in that aren't impacting a certain area. If I've got a tile guy, for instance, that's doing a master bathroom, I can have other guys in there in other areas of the home still working and that helps me expedite the schedule a little bit Mm -hmm. very very cool so what do you think companies could do like if i was if i was getting ready to hire you from a residential background and i wanted you to be running my production what what would be some things that you would recommend uh teaching me, training me, helping me, what, what might be a good way to bring me into that instead of just throwing me to the wolves? I love this question, Tim, because I've, I, I've thought about this a lot because I was exactly that. I was, I was brought into a company. I was shown my desk and there was a stack of folders on top of my desk. <laughs> and they said, these, these are your jobs. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the, the way to do that better would be, Hire that person a little bit before you need them and have them shadow somebody in the company to learn how the remodel company works. And it's not just the remodel industry, but how that company, each company runs things different, um, how you hand things to accounting, how you manage your budget, different things. It, bring that person in and have them shadow somebody for a couple weeks yeah. and learn where do you go for this part? Where do you go for this part? Who do you go to for this? The, the other side of that, I think, that would have helped me out quite a bit would be a little bit of cross-training in there, spending time with somebody from every part of the company, learning what their expectations are of me and learning what, what they actually do in the company so I would know when I should go to them for certain things. This sounds like fantastic advice, no matter what kind of position you're hiring for, because it just seems like there's so much variability in the way companies do things that anybody new coming in ought to have a few weeks at least to be able to uh, see what's going on, understand that culture of the company, and just uh, get some information other than what they know already. So, Kevin, what do you think are some things that you brought to the table that might have been missing in the remodeling world that was just what you did in the new home construction? The, the biggest thing I did um, when I became the production manager was trying to make sure jobs were actually ready to build before they were giving, given to the production department. Um, I, I found out fast when I got there that jobs were often just handed to us. This folder of loose information that came from our design department and from our sales staff 
but these jobs were were not ready to to build. They were missing crucial information that impacted the way these jobs needed to be built and to produce a, a happy customer and do it do it in a and to build it with the quality that it needed. So um, that was a huge focus of mine as a production manager was was just kind of I, I used to call myself the the wall for the production <laughs> department. Everybody had to get that through me, the, through the production manager before I would hand it to my project manager. So I would have to sign off on these packets and make sure everything was actually in it that we needed to start construction before I would hand it to my project managers to actually build. So uh, one of the things that happened to me just a few years back was I started selling uh, for another company here in, in town. And I've always been the guy that says, you know, get everything before you start. Don't hand it off till it's all ready to go. I'm just echoing exactly what you said. And then when I started selling, I found that the field crew would quite often call me and say, you know, Tim, uh, what's this dimension or what's this detail? And I, I would kick myself for, for not getting it in there. So do you find it as the business owner now and as the person who sells, do you find it difficult to do that? Maybe more difficult than you thought it was when you were a production manager? Yes. <laughs> I, I, find, I find it a lot more difficult than I did when I was a production manager. Um, yeah. There, when I was a production manager, I, I had a big staff. I had my production team. We had a design department. We had a sales staff. Now I wear a lot of those hats right, myself, right. So, so I'm the go-to guy for that information. So I find right. my guys asking me for a lot of stuff that I would have typically had <laughs> ready for them in the past. Right, right. Yeah, so, so basically what I think you're saying is that the new home world really has a lot of structure to it. And that when you came into the remodeling world and even – even your own company now, it tends to be a little bit less structure, but maybe more structure for us would be good. Yeah, I think it would be great, Tim. When I was a production manager, that, that's mainly what I tried to put in place was more and more structure. I, I, I realized every job is unique and that they, they run differently, but the way we can run those jobs from the office as far as reporting on those jobs and in scheduling out our manpower and things like that, those can all still have a process to them. So Kevin, I have one quick question about the, when you mentioned, uh, you know, this goes to hiring. When you mentioned when you first started out, you were always looking for the position above you. I think that's a fantastic quality. Uh, you want somebody that's driven, but again, you also want somebody that you're going to have as a long-term employee. So how would you manage yourself? as a young man, you know, who came in looking to continue to grow in the company, but to stay with you. Yeah. Giving people room for growth, a, a, a place to go or more responsibilities, I think is a, it is a big part of that. Make them feel important that their job is important, that they're, that there's always growing. Once, once I get to the point to where I feel I'm not growing anymore, I get mm -hmm. bored and I, and I look to move on. So even when I was, as high as I could go at the remodel company I was at, um, I would keep doing things. And Remodeler's Advantage was a huge part of that, going to the meetings, learning how other companies are improving things, and taking that back and learning how to improve it myself kept me like I felt like I was always growing. 
and that kept kept me satisfied in the position that I was at at that time. So what I guess as we wind things up here, Kevin, what might be the little bit of advice that you'd give either to let's start with the business owner and then go to a production person who might be thinking about the change. What what kinds of advice would you give them just in recap of what we talked about? Um, to the to the business owner, it and it, it, it's hard not to hire somebody until you really, really need them. But try to forecast that out a little bit so somebody actually has time to get in, feel comfortable, and then move forward with that position instead of the thrown to the wolves <laughs> method on that. If you throw somebody in and give them these jobs and tell them, hey, you're Start these tomorrow. Let me know how it goes. That that's going to make somebody leave or not want to stay there. It's it's not a good way to to grow. And for somebody looking to switch, um, say from production to remodel, it's just learning to be more adaptive. And in in the production world, everything is by the book. Everything has to be done a certain way. All the trainings you go to are just on process. And here's how the process. Here's how the schedule. Here's how you keep this. You just have to be a lot more open-minded in the in the remodel world and a lot more flexible, um, realizing that there are customers living there and that these trades aren't big multi-million dollar companies you're working with anymore. Sometimes you're working with a plumber who's the <laughs> owner operator. So you have to be flexible on waiting for pricing from them for changes. And sometimes when they can show up, sometimes they're not going to show up on the day they're supposed to because they're handling an emergency on something else. So, I'm um, just learning to be a lot more flexible would be my biggest uh, pointer there. Really, really good. Thank you so much. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us on the Tim Fowler Show. We wish you continued success and look forward to having you back on the show in the future. Great. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. All right. So, Tim, I mean, I think looking at the production in a, in a track home company, um, I, I think as, as much as you can systematize uh, your processes toward the production part, you know, and blend in remodeling. I think there's a lot of things that Kevin, you know, brought to that today. Yeah, it's it's been my belief all the way along, and one of the reasons why I really wanted to have Kevin on the show is that I think we do sort of cut corners in remodeling and just kind of accept things the way they are, as opposed to really working to get good systems in place. Yep when when they're allowable i mean i think kevin made a great point in that you know every job is a little bit different every client's a little bit different and so sometimes we use that as an excuse yep. for not developing process and i think uh the new home people can bring some process to the to the table and that was exactly it when i asked about the you know taking 13 days versus three <laughs> I, I understand, you know, a few days in there, you know, what is the difference? But, you know, I think some of that you take what the installer or the subcontractor tells you and you just say, well, that's kind of how it is. But, you know, right. Kevin had a, you know, looked at it, you know, as being flexible, but still being able to, uh, you know, press the subs to be the most efficient they can. So one of the one of the cool things, and I've said this ever since we started doing these podcasts, is I learn something every time I talk to a guest. And it doesn't matter who it is, but I, I got this thing about always wanting to move up. And yeah. I, I I wrote that down. Yeah. And I said, like, when I'm talking with people about who to hire, 
into this position, this is going to be one of the things that is on the top of my list. And I just think that's such a great insight into human nature and getting somebody into these management roles that can really make a difference in a company. Some people are intimidated by that type of drive, but I think Kevin made a great point about managing, you know, that type of motivation and ambition by keeping them you know, always challenged is, I think, the key. So, yeah. And, and the other the other great thing, and I, I, I've been harping on this for years and years, and it's nice, nice to hear other people kind of confirming some of my pet peeves. But the idea of hiring before you need somebody and really developing them. And I am hearing more and more now about onboarding processes for companies and how do you bring somebody on and what do you do in the first 30 days in the first 60 days in the first 90 days so i'm hearing more about it it's about time that we got to that point where we we didn't just throw people to the wolves so i thought that was a a a great point as well once again we would like to thank kevin gregory for joining us today and thank you for listening to another episode of the tim fowler show and remember we're helping the bottom line through production training This has been another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast-track your growth? Visit remodelersadvantage.com consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.